you're gonna do the beanie the whole time? I was thinking about you it. You look very like Christmas elfish with do the I? ears kind of like because the beanie are making the Are you ear shaming me? Yeah, a little bit. Hey Hezbos. Welcome to Hesby Street. Hey, we have uh show dates if you want to come see us live. You can see Zach Chapelloni the twenty eighth and thirtieth of this month, April twenty, two thousand and two. Twenty two thousand and two. Nope. It's not even close to right. They're just writing two down what is zero. He 2022, April 28th and 30th, he'll be in San Francisco. Then May 12th to 14th, he'll be in Sacramento. You can catch him at the Glendale Room, which I'm assuming is in Glendale, June 19th. And then June 22nd to 25th, he'll be at the San Francisco Punchline. The 22nd is, of course, the co-headline date with uh, myself, if you'd like to see both of us. You can also see me in Minnesota coming up May 13th and 14th. Uh, I'll be in Oakland, May 20th and 21st. I'll be down here, the nightcap, uh, May 27th, Fresno, California. Ooh. Where it all started. June 15th, which I will probably cancel, but um, <laughs> no, I'll be, I'm, I'm totally down to go to <sighs> Fresno. And then, uh, yeah, June 22nd, punchline, and then I'll be there the whole weekend headlining some shows. So check us out, hesbystreetpod.com. You can also see Zach every Wednesday and Sunday in Culver City at Citizen Public Market. Follow us on Instagram and YouTube, patreon.com slash hesbystreet for a bonus episode every Friday. Those are the real ones. Those are the real good ones where we say, this is where we offend people. That's where we call comics out. You know, on the you listen to the normal podcast, you're going to hear pro Jeff Dean stuff all the time. You want to hear anti Jeff Dean stuff? Patreon.com slash Hesby Street. Start the pod. I love how you pronounced uh, Fresno with the perfect out of towner accent where you let out a huge sigh before you <laughs> said That's how you know you're from out of town. <laughs> It's one of those shows he's hit me up a few times to headline, and I'm just like, I can't. And then I finally was like, ah, fine. Yeah. I can't say no three times. And I love that you're letting people know how juicy the Patreon episodes have gotten. Yeah, they get juicier. Names are getting dragged through the mud. It's one of those things, like, if either of us ever make it on Saturday Night Live, we immediately delete the entire Patreon page. Yeah. Which I probably shouldn't say because now the patrons are like, well, we got to download these. I'll screen grab yeah, I got to screen grab them. The transcription? Well, they're videos, though. But you can transcribe and then screen grab that? No, you can download videos. Oh, okay. Don't a, do that, though. Don't. You can't. Guys, please. Come on. We drag so many names through the mud that there's <laughs> honestly no mud left. It's all names. It's just a fucking... Now they're just getting dragged on this like dry concrete, and then it's scrapey. It's gross. Yeah. It's like... Uh, it's raw. I don't know if you know what Vlad the Impaler's kingdom looked like. I, heard, I saw a story about this. His kingdom was... Everyone was so impaled. <laughs> How impaled were they? <laughs> just right through the body. <laughs> <laughs> no, he I wonder like, if he got tired of it. He made like, like a f- oh, I must impale again. I I imagine he must have gotten exhausted. It was a forest <laughs> of sticks in the ground with fucking enemies impaled. Oh, I didn't realize it was that. It was that. It was a forest. So he was like, uh, he was just buried in impaling. She's like, I got it. What are you doing today? I have all day. I must impale, dude. On the last days, like, is this even going to matter? <laughs> like, <laughs> someone's going to see this, right? <laughs> But the Byzantine like, love army... what you do, but like, <laughs> at some point it gets monotonous. I hope it gets out there. I hope I'm like, I better be fucking timeless. <laughs>
and uh, and and then he's just seeing all this blood drinking, like cape stuff. He's like, cape blood drinking. I did none of these things. Focus on the impaling. Impaling forest of I'm the forest of human dead bodies, guys. So the people don't realize I also have to do so much paperwork. <laughs> so it's like I have to do this all day and then make time for the impaling. I have to check the tax. I'm like, these guys haven't paid taxes. Oh, that's right. They're in quadrant D. <laughs> <laughs> um, very organized forest of dead bodies. <laughs> no, but the and army- then you wonder what you're doing to the environment. <laughs> You know, <laughs> yeah. so you have the conspiracy theorists say we need the trees. But the plan, some my advisors are telling me the planet is in a constant state of change. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, I impaled them, so I can't even like ask them for more info. And when his last words were, the science is there. It keeps me up at night. <laughs> is he right? Like, I wish he didn't say that. I wish I impaled them <laughs> two seconds earlier. <laughs> All right. But the Byzantine army came to be like, dude, you're fucking up like too much. Yeah. And we're coming to kill you. Mm-hmm. And they rode in for like what I imagine was like a day or a weekend through the forest. And like as they're getting closer, they're like, we should turn. Back. I got a weird feeling. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I counted a million. Did everyone count a million? <laughs> I can't count that high. Well, guys, like, I had my head down. I thought it was all trees back there. Yeah. And then I looked. I'm like, what the fuck? Why did, I was wondering why it got so silent. We were singing <laughs> songs. We were chanting. And then all of a sudden. I assume we were just all in thought at the yeah. same time. You know, sometimes you and your boys are just yeah. kind of. I got to work on my posture. I got to walk head up head because up. that was. Uh, that was bleak. <laughs> yeah. And they just turned back. They just turned back. Did they really? Yeah. They're just like, we're out. Dude, I got... This place gives me the heebie-jeebies. So Russia's always been rough. Uh, I Yeah, I mean... That but was, he didn't have nukes. That was Wallachia, which I think is a part of Russia. Sure. Um, His name's Vlad. I just made him Russian. Was that not right? No, that's pretty much right. Okay. But he's like uh, revered in in the area that was Wallachia, which I can't... Sure. I can't remember which country it is now. But they love... They're like super... Because I think he stood up to the... Big guys, but they're like, he did some cancelable things. For sure. <laughs> what the, the impaling is not good. Nobody's perfect. Huh? You want to make an omelet? You know what you have to do. Impale. <laughs> you have to impale a few eggs. <laughs> Hot start to the ep. Hot start. I was up in the bay this week. You're going up this week. I'm going up this week. I was there last week. I did uh, um, great shows. Friday night, I did uh, Santa Cruz Greater Purpose Brewing. Oh, how was it? It was fun. I love it there. Right before I went up. Shout out DNA. DNA. DNA, right before uh, I went up, said, uh, I don't want to put pressure on you, but Zach crushed when he was here. Mm. And uh, I was like, God damn. Because, you know, I'm going up there. I'm going to have fun. Right. I'm going to try new things. I got a long set. And then I was like, it worked. I had a better set because he said that. I was oh, like, all I right, love it. A material only, bro. Keep raising that bar, baby. Yeah. That's why I work so hard. Is to make to, sure to make sure to make me better. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well it worked. Because I can't set. tell you to be better. I have to just go out there and lead by example. Yeah. And then I, usually when I leave and they pay me, I go, tell him what you saw from me. <laughs> as soon as he said it and walked away, I took my notes out and was like, No. That ain't gonna work. <laughs> started yes. putting arrows, so like I put that there. Yeah, it was one of those shows where... Uh, You're like, sorry, my mom's from America. And then I immediately <laughs> regretted it. 
because I had a good set. Yeah. And then I had to talk to fans after. I feel like we complain about this a little too much, but talking to crazy people after the show is one of my least favorite things in comedy. Yeah. And like I was talking to one guy and then I got saved from that guy by another guy who turned out to be more crazy than the first guy. And then I'm looking at the other comics and they're not helping. There's that look in their eye. Like at some point they were just kind of like waved goodbye, drove home. Uh Even DNA. Oh, the show runner producers like I got to go see a man. And I'm like, help me. Who do you think you are? Me? Yeah. (laughs) I felt like you. (laughs) <laughs> yeah that's how like i'm usually you know me i'm usually pretty good yeah at being like i'm out of here oh yeah oh you're but the they had uh, this that one guy had the crazy eyes man like i needed i've never been like hey can someone walk me to my car oh wow <laughs> yeah santa cruz man keep it weird and then not to like keep tooting our own horns is that the same yeah i did a show in petaluma on sunday Oh, no, that's the same for jerking each other off. Jerk. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Not to keep jerking us off. <laughs> oh, okay. I did the show in Petaluma, and after the show, this guy came up to me. He's like, hey, I came because like, I'm a fan. You know? I'm like, oh, that's cool, you know? And then he said, uh, he started going into, like, you really helped me through a dark time. Like, your comedy helped me through a dark time, and I just want to thank you. Like, I really appreciate you. I'm like, oh, like, I've never had that. I I've had fans. Or yeah. Whatever. But then he said, uh, "So like you're from you're from Denver, right?" <clears throat> and at this point, I realize he thinks I'm Sam Talent. Oh, I thought Brent Gill because Sam Talent headlined the month before. Oh no! And I was just like, uh, I I said no. I was like, oh no, I'm not from Denver. I wish I had said. I wish I had just pretended to be Sam Talent. Sam would for have a appreciated yeah, that. Yeah, just be like, yeah, man, Denver's great. <laughs> Whatever you need this night to be. <laughs> Because you're sad, he was so sad, but like happy. <laughs> like I want it to be that. Oh my god! I wish that happened that way, and word would have traveled, and <laughs> Sam would have texted you like, "Thanks for getting, holding it down for me back there." <laughs> you're gonna be like his Saddam body double. <laughs> yeah. To, to this guy's credit, as soon as I said no, I've never even I've never even done comedy in Denver. Not only have I not, I mean, I've been to Denver pre-comedy. Yeah. He was like, "Oh yeah, yeah." No, you're still totally the guy I thought you were. No, he didn't say that. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, But yeah. he was saying, like, yeah, I must have thought that for some other. But I'm your, I'm, everything I said before was real. Oh, I was like, sucks. okay, man. Yeah, yeah. You were good tonight. Yeah. <laughs> it's also like Sam's a large man. And you're we like. We don't really look the same. You're skinny. No, yeah. You're like, you've lost a ton of weight. No, I think it was just like a, a ton of weight. I, think you've lost I mean, a how ton fat was I? Like back in our old pod episodes, yeah, I got a little fat. I didn't notice peak, until I until uh, I look back at the old video. Well, I mean, that was like we all got a little fat during COVID, dude. This is not an attack on you. Okay, well, it's just like you I, being healthy now. This is the problem. People talk about how good I look, and that hurts your feelings. It doesn't hurt my feelings. It may, it upsets me because like I know I'm headed back to where oh, I was. Oh, you can't. Yeah. That's everyone's way some of saying pe- you can't. Some go people back. are like, you look really good, and I'm like, and then a year goes by and I gain the weight back, and yeah. then I'm like, how do I look now? How do I look now? Fine. Yeah? Sleepy? Because I know what you said 30 pounds ago when you were like, God, you used to be gross. Yeah? They're begging you to stay this way. <laughs> People are like, you look great. I love food. I know. Me too, man. It's like... it's Especially junk food. Yeah. That's the problem. Yeah. I had pizza because we're doing the weight loss challenge, but oh. I had some pizza. Yeah. Oh. <sighs> 
Dude, Elizabeth was like, hey, I'm stopping to get burgers. Should I not get you one because of your weight loss challenge thing? And I'm like, hurry home with it. <laughs> get it and hurry. Well, if I eat it earlier. It's a in the different evening. weight loss challenge because last one we did was four weeks. You can't have cheat days. Right. This one, 10 weeks. You can't not have cheat days. And the stakes are go. lower. Well, for the first for the first few weeks. Yeah, the 10-week one's more expensive. But yeah, no shirtless calendar, which we still have a few of. Yeah, one. Um, They're not on the website anymore. You got to like straight up direct message us. You got to find us at a show, honestly. We don't bring them to shows. And give us your address. <laughs> and then give us your address. You got to, first of all, trust us. And then, out, and then we'll send it to you for free. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We just want you to seek it out. Yeah, we're a point. treasure hunt. Yeah. We're like, you found us. <laughs> <laughs> like Ready Player One. You found Dude, the last what, Easter egg. What should we sell? Maybe we should ask the Hezbos. Like, so we're doing, we're doing this punchline show. We're gonna start doing some live shows together. Hopefully, I'm pod so excited stuff. for this. Yeah. yeah. What merch do you guys want? We were thinking corduroy hats. Yeah, corduroy hats are in. Dad hats are kind of out. Posters. Oh, a poster like a good look. I don't want to do shirts because I don't want to lug stuff around. No. You, and then you got to be like, I'm out of smalls and mediums. I have three XLs, one yeah. left. Yeah. I don't anything with sizes. I don't want to do stickers. I think that's lame. What about socks? Those are kind of <laughs> one size fun, fit all. But then socks, it's like you're not really getting your brand out there. Yeah. What about condoms? Condoms would be, but I don't support that. Because then people are like, he just left. <laughs> <laughs> I woke up. I and guess he was I'll look gone. at this podcast. <laughs> he goes, "You want to understand me? Hang on to that." <laughs> And she's going to be like, whoa, all everything is nothing. <laughs> Do you think it's true? I've heard these stories. Maybe this is too graphic. But like celebrities will uh, like poison their used condoms. Oh, yeah. You think that's real? Yes. That the, is real. And they put like what? Do they put like hot sauce or lime Drake, juice? Drake went viral recently for the <clears throat> hot sauce story. Or his hot sauce story. He is constantly viral, I guess. But, but if it's... See, this is why... Because I remember this. Yeah. This is why I don't think it's true. So, if you don't understand, celebrities are worried that women are going to take the used condom and impregnate themselves yeah. with the, the cum. But how do you not know that there's hot sauce in it? Hot could, sauce is red. It could be dark. There's white hot sauce. There is white hot sauce. So, you think he's buying white... But why but, would you buy white hot sauce? But also, like... He's if, like, okay. I want her to burn. Okay. Then it gets vindictive. Okay, okay, okay. Okay. It wasn't... It probably wasn't white hot sauce. <laughs> <laughs> I will concede that loss. But... But... I feel like when you're, like, grabbing that condom and putting it back in, if there's a few drops, you're not like, all right, let's see the sample first. You're just grabbing that one condom in the trash. And, and sticking it up there. Like toothpasting it into your... I think inside out, maybe, like fingering yourself with it. I mean, now that we're this graphic, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Sean Kemp. Basketball player. Retired basketball player. Several illegitimate children. Has a kid from that. Fascinating. Hooked up with a woman. Threw the condom in the trash. Left. She grabbed the condom. I'll just... I would, I would raise that kid. I'd be like, this I'm person sure. wants to be with me. I hope he did, yeah. No, I mean, I would just marry that woman. Oh, like you what? won, you won, crazy lady. But what about like woman number eight? You're like, look, it's a chronology <laughs> thing, babe. We have to get a divorce now. <laughs> I have to I marry. Set this precedent. I I have to marry. Ah, this is gonna sound terrible. Woman number eight. <laughs> I don't know even her first name. <sighs> Do you think? <clears throat> 
a uh, we'll get that famous absolutely yeah for sure yeah we'll get yeah. woman number eight famous <laughs> can't wait sad thing is we're also gonna be child number eight famous which that's fine <sighs> i think i'd be a good dad <sighs> you don't think so well i mean like they say a kid is expensive eight eight kids and they're expecting you to, they're all yeah, expecting you to be but the I money think when train. you're when you're eight kid celebrity you're you're more like a cool uncle than you ever are a dad you show up when you're on in town. I imagine right. they're all over at different towns. It's cool when you're in town. Yeah. yeah. Um, they're going to resent you, though. Totally. But they're going to resent... Every kid resents every parent. Except for my mom and dad, who I love unconditionally. Damn, they listen to the pod, huh? Yeah, they do That's sometimes. Cool. Yep. My <clears throat> parents... Okay, were your parents excited when you told them we were headlining Punchline? They're like, that's fucking sweet. Yes. My dad's a big fan. Did I tell you the story? So... I had to go to uh, Vegas to do a show, so I missed opening day of the Padres game. And so my brother texted him, like, hey, Torrio got a show in Vegas, so do you want to go on Thursday? Meaning, do you want Torrio's ticket to the Padre <laughs> game on Thursday? But my dad got, like, pumped and thought he was going to Vegas to see the show. Oh, my like, yeah, I think God. He just, I think he really likes – I think he's a big fan. Dude, that is – you're going to make me angry cry. I know, dude, because your dad's not – but my dad will adopt you. No, but I gotta, I gotta stick with my dad. And then like you gotta, because uh, that's what makes my mom we can build proud. A, we can build it's a fucking weird. We can build a van together, the three of us. Oh my god! You know? my dad doesn't know how to build shit. Van Grolen Sons. We start the company finally. You could be sons. Is it okay if I call it Chapeloni and Dad and brother? <laughs> I'm also a narcissist Chapeloni. at the end of the day. <laughs> Chapeloni and foster dad and foster bro. No, my dad likes you. Like uh, when the Rams beat the Niners. Yeah, he was sad for me. No, he said, uh, "Tell Zach to suck it." <laughs> that means he likes me. Yeah, I think so. Oh, I love I think that. that. Does that not mean he likes you? <laughs> Am I? He acknowledged that you're Niner fandom, and he he's a Rams fan. Oh, okay. Then that's okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought he had no dog in the fight and was he just. Kind of, I mean, my mom's a big Rams fan. My dad's kind of just cheers along. Cheers along with who? Yeah. He's, he became a Warriors fan with me. Oh, I love that. He's just uh, see, he's loyal to his fan. He's dude. so easy. Yeah, yeah, it's so easy to just get on board. He'll be a Niners fan once he adopts <laughs> you. <laughs> I can't wait for that. Yeah, it's so cool because people don't know about our, our family situations that much. And mm-hmm. they always ask, like, how do you get into such a successful podcast? And yeah. I think they don't realize, and we should tell them, like, we're, we both come from kind of opposite sides of the podcast tracks. Like, you grew up in a podcast empire family. That's true, yeah. Your no-no. Your no-no? <clears throat> my nani and my nano. Yeah. They, uh, they started uh, Cucina Italian Podcast. Podcast, yeah. <laughs> yeah, which was the original podcast. Yeah. Um. About it, it started off as Italian kitchens. That's how I got the name. It turned into basically just a um, podcast reaction podcast to just gross videos, <laughs> a lot of pimple popping, things like that. They got to ride the wave. Yeah, they got to. They got to. That's what the people want. Right. So that's what my nani and my nano. They want to see a horrified <clears throat> nani and nano. Yeah, and then they use that podcast money to start PayPal. Then right. Elon Musk and a right. couple other guys started PayPal. And then, uh, and then they retired the podcast because at that point it's like we're done watching pimples pop. Exactly. Yeah. But that. But then, yeah, a lot of the family followed. How that. proud were were they of you? They were very proud. So my upbringing was kind of <laughs> different. Like I, you know, I grew up kind of on the wrong side of the tracks, mm-hmm. like close to the third rail where it can electrocute you. Right. <laughs> under a bridge, uh-huh. rats. You know. Yep. Um, and I, I, every day was a fight. Was a literal fist fight. I fist fought rats. <laughs> 
<laughs> I know. I, there's. Uh, it's crazy that there's like home video footage of it. I know. Your dad would just tape it and then sell those bootleg tapes, right? To to um to what I would have thought would have been for like cans of beans or like something to f- fight off the rats. No, but in fact, it was money to gamble on the rat <laughs> fights again. Yeah. He was he was a gambling addict, and that's okay. You know, we all had our vices. But it's just like my vice. I needed he, food every day. The fact that he always bet on the rats, <laughs> and you kept winning, <laughs> made for such a weird family dynamic. Well, Papa, bet on me, please. I know, but he always would say the rats are due. <laughs> the rats were due. <laughs> every streak has to end. <laughs> But to his credit, to yeah. his credit, yeah. because devil's advocate, he never told you to throw the fight. No. Even though it would have fed the whole family. Well, the mob was involved. And at that point, <laughs> you don't you don't throw a rap fight when the mob's watching. Oh, but I was on the, I mean, I was into trouble, man. As a fighter, they don't care about your well-being. I was, I was into junk. I was in, I was sticking junk up my nose. Yeah. Just any kind of th- anything. I was sticking, I I, like, just mm. debris under the road. <laughs> I watched the documentary. <laughs> so the cool thing was, uh, one day, my rap fighting and junk nose <laughs> lifestyle caught the Mama, the Nano and Nani podcast. Yep, and they introduced me. And they wept at watching it. But then they're, I had They're a, very caring and sensitive. Yeah. Right. And one of their patrons was a, was a, um, was a super wealthy man, never had kids. Mm-hmm. Came to the tracks, found me, mm-hmm. became my benefactor. Yep. Got me into stand-up comedy. Right. And he was like, look, open mics are rough. And I'm like, nothing is more rough than screaming your dad's name for help while rats are pummeling you. Punching you. Yeah, like close <laughs> crazy. Fist, close fist rats. When people, and it's and you know, it's not the rats' fault. No. They're brought up in this violent Dude, upbringing as well. They have rat brains. Yeah. They have no moral <laughs> qualms. Just trying to survive. To this day, when people show me, like, look how crazy New York is, and it's a rat yeah. holding a whole slice of pizza, I'm like, fuck that rat, dude. Yeah. Honestly, kill it. Well, also, they only know you as the guy that punches the shit out of rats. <laughs> right, right. Right. I guess like... in some cultures, I'm the bad guy. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, so then he funded my comedy career, bankrolled it. I'm super grateful for him. Yeah. I mean, he paid for this plant. That's right. He got this plant. Yeah. And then he tragically passed. He passed. Left me nothing. <sighs> because he, yeah. But he that's knew it would best. ruin me. Yeah. Yeah, he knew I would spend it all on rap fights because I knew the business so well. He left well. you plant. He left me a plant. So yeah, it's just cool that we fa- that we crossed paths and got got in. People always say like, "God, you guys must have started from scratch." We didn't really start from. We did have help. We had lots of help. Lots yeah, <laughs> along the way. In my case, it was the podcast money. It was it was a family of podcasters. Yeah. that just kind of knew. Exactly. People don't realize it's not just the fin- insane financial support I've been given. Yeah, it's also just like. The advice. Yeah, right. You know? It's like it's like Steph Curry, if he goes through a slump, he can just call Del Curry. Yeah, right. One of the greatest shooters. I can just call Nani and Nano. Yeah, well, like, what are you seeing? What, yeah. what, what do I need to work on? What do on? I got? Should we, like, should we team up with a brand <clears throat> for advertising? And, and they say be, no. They'll say no. And they'll be like, listen, the intro's got to be tighter. Intro's got to be tighter. You can't just say, oh, I'm going to be in Minnesota in May. We yeah. need the dates. Right. Specific dates. Calls to action. Right. They say. That's a big one. Merch. You know? Merch. Yeah. Uh, we asked them if our podcast should be about anything in particular or should we prepare ever? No. Hard <laughs> They're no. like never prepare. Which is kind of shocking. Yeah. It's groundbreaking advice. It is. It's, it's some Gary V shit. Yep. So shout out Nano and Nani. Yep. For giving me a chance. You know, if you think <laughs> right. about it. Yeah. I'd still be sticking I told junk them, up my nose. I wasn't sure. 
I wasn't sure. Right. You're like, this guy smells like rat shit. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. people don't realize this is that we have these bright lights. Yeah. To, that you would cower. Right. When we would turn the state, the ring light on. I did, and yeah. And you would just just kind of shake violently in the corner for right half hour, hour. Mm-hmm. And it's like, that's... that. We got a job to do. Right. You know, and I'm screaming, cut me, Mick. <laughs> right. Send me, don't send me back out there. Yeah. It's like, I mean, it was ugly for a yeah, while. It was ugly for a while. But here we are, you know, a year and a half in, thriving. I've learned to, yeah. Yeah. I've learned to adapt. Um, Get there. You got this. Adapt. Yeah. I just, uh, part of me, I Where think. Where are you right now, dude? I just feel like, you know, deep down, I'll always just be uh, a rat fighter. I guess you can't. We can't do this again, man. I know. I know. You, we put you. We paid for a lot of rehab. You're right. You're right. And if you keep relapsing, I know. No, I'm off the junk. I don't care. But are you fighting rats? Be honest. How many rats did you fight this week? Look, if they cross the threshold of my home or my office, <laughs> that rat's getting punched. To death. <laughs> you don't have an office. <laughs> All right. All right, now I have to get finger knuckle tats that say Rat Slayer. <laughs> but I don't think the, the letters add up. So I think few. Rat Slayer could be dope merch. And just your face with that beanie on. And just me fucking <laughs> boxing. And like a degenerate dad in the corner. <laughs> paying a giant rat. It's complicated merch. <laughs> People are like, what is that? That'd be a fire poster. Yeah, so if anyone knows a good artist that's willing to do whatever we ask them. <laughs> it, totally. I'd like it to be on a volcano. Yeah. I know that's not where you did your rat fighting, it's not. but like... I was on the wrong side of the tracks near the third rail but under the overpass. sell it. Okay. You know? Yeah. Because volcano is just cool. Dude, speaking of like sleeping in random parts of a street, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, this morning, uh, I walked Elizabeth to her car because she had to get up at like 3.30 a.m., 3.45. She had to leave at like 4 a.m. for work. Damn. And sh- she's like, it's sketch out there at this hour. Yeah. So, and I and I was like, ah, it's not that bad. And it was hot and the windows were open. And I just hear people like, ah. I'm like, okay, I'll lock you out. <laughs> so. You just heard a man growling. And then I hear like a, like a huge like crash. I don't understand why this city is so great. I hear a huge crash. Uh-huh. Like we cars? Walk- it, it sounded just like something like being okay. dropped from really far away. Or okay. maybe a, maybe onto a car. I wasn't sure. So we Something's walk broke. out and Elizabeth goes, you see that? And our next door neighbors have that dumpster that's surrounded by a really high spiked fence. A guy had climbed it and I think jumped from the top of the fence. Into the dumpster? Into the dumpster to sleep. And he had like a <laughs> like a dog bed as a pillow. It, and it sounds like the dumpster wasn't full. No. It was, so he went straight in into metal. All you could see poking out was like top of his head in the dog bed. Damn. And Elizabeth goes, you see that? And I go, what is that? And she goes, it's a person. And I go, what? Did, they, did someone throw him away? She's like, I think he's sleeping. But I go, how did he get in there? It's like a five foot drop. Right. He jumped. I mean, I've needed sleep bad, but. Dude, I. It's such a tricky thing to talk about, homelessness. We, well, we have an alley next to our that a lot of people sleep in. Right. And I know people said, like, got to get out of here, but... He wants he wants that full eight hours. He wants the I privacy. Guess. Yeah, it is tricky to talk about. It's sad. I um, <clears throat> I was walking with a friend. Yeah. Because San Francisco, it's just, like, super rampant there. So much homeless. Oh, my God, yeah. And, uh, you know, the guy asks you for money, and I... 
I just kind of at, at this point it happens so often. I don't. I'm not proud of it, but I just kind of ignore them. Yeah. And then my friend goes, uh, "I don't have anything to offer you, but I hope you have a great day." Right? Like mm-hmm. that's her. And then she's like, "You have to acknowledge them as people." You know, it's nice. And I'm like, "Okay." Yeah. But also, like, you know, you don't have to acknowledge as people. Everyone else. Yeah. Like, yeah, I don't it's know. a tough one. It's like you. He's not gonna have a you. Th- He's not going to go have a good day because right. you said have a great day. You denied him the only thing that could have given him a great day. Some people give you – some people are nice, good people, mm-hmm. you know. Um, I just don't know what the right thing is. Right. It's it's a case-by-case basis. I was in Chicago and a guy was like, my man, I need $1. He's this giant loud guy in the middle of the day. I'm like, mm-hmm. dude, here's a dollar. Uh, and he's like, I need $5. And he's just shouting. I'm like – can I have my dollar back, dude? Like, if I knew that you were going to yell at me more. <sighs> one one girl's like, eh, it was like one of the hate street homeless people. Mm-hmm. And for those of you who don't know, the hate street homeless population, I don't know about now, but back in like the 2010s, it was like known for like kids in Marin who just sort of like running away from home. Rich they kid. Wanted. You could yeah. tell they had like a golden retriever. Yeah, exactly. But they were real drug addicts too. Yes. That's the thing is yes. like... It's easy to shit on them because they came from wealth, but like their life wasn't great. No, either. absolutely not. Just because you come from money, I've yeah. certainly seen that. Um, but like some of them are very abrasive, you know, because oh, like, yeah. that's their playground. They kinda. have entitlement. So it's like, too. what's up, man? Give me, you got a, you got a few bucks, and I'm like, no, sorry, don't be sorry, dude. Don't be fucking sorry. And I'm like, I, I I'm not what, actually. I, what do you want me to say? <laughs> okay, I'm just gonna stop talking. This is what I mean. The earbuds, really, yeah. really needed if you're walking around the cities. But that's the downfall of society, because we just stop talking. We got to hear each other. We got to hear each other's cries. Oof, man, you're yeah. not wrong. Yeah, but also like uh, it is easier to just ignore everything, right? Like yeah. like Putin just tested nukes. Yeah, did you know that? No, but a lot I, of people don't even surprise. Yeah, me. nobody's talking. Hasn't about he always it. been testing them? Probably, but I mean, it's just like okay. Now well, he's like, we tell them. <laughs> okay, but you know, he like detonated one. Fuck. Yeah, just to make sure he still can. Fuck. Yeah. It's scary, yeah. And it's like, when is Ted Lasso coming out? I actually, personally, I need very it. vulnerable. I hated my dad when he was like, I didn't think he was an addict. And he got like robbed by a bunch of like drug addicts he was uh-huh. hanging out with for like that, like few weeks, like a month or two of like me trying to track down the people that robbed him. Mm-hmm. Thinking he was just a nice guy that got screwed. Right. I was like, nuke the tenderloin. I was like so mad that someone like right. beat up, beat him within an inch of his life, stole everything in his apartment. Right. That I was like, every person that was like, hey man, let me get a few bucks. You're like, like, I'll kill you. I'll fight I'm you. gonna put on a Batman outfit and fucking kill you. And uh, that's not healthy. No. But I watched a, a recent news thing on like how do how does San Francisco solve this? You know, and they built these these areas. They call it a uh, link. Oh my god, something like link linkage, but it's basically like a chain link fence that's like tarped over, and you can go in and basically do drugs. Right, Amsterdam. Yeah, and there are some addicts that are like, I'm never gonna get better because every day I wake up, it's like, what do I want to do today? It's like, well, we can go to like cage area and like do heroin all day and then there's some drug addicts who were able to kick it that were like this didn't help anyone right you know like i would just like i'm looking at acts that i was in their same shoes and i'm like dude 
you can't go in there. Stop this from being a thing. So you're saying we shouldn't legalize all drugs? I don't think so. I, I mean, because, like, people have... I think legalizing all drugs is a really callous way to deal with, like, because human I don't condition. Think, I don't think any addict is going to get better unless they want to get better. Yeah. And I don't think people want to get better just because they get arrested for it or they don't have access to it. Agreed. Agreed. That's why. So I don't know if that's I don't I don't agree. But I think I, it should. All I be feel legalized. like as if I was a parent and my teenager was like went out and they were like, it's legal, you know, and I'm like, I told you don't, you know, and they're like, but it's legal. And but now it's not, like addiction takes a hold of you once you let it. Yeah. I mean, I don't, yeah, that's the whole thing. I mean, yeah. Drugs and homelessness. There's, it's such a. I don't know how to yeah. solve it. Yeah. We're not going to do it on this podcast, but we can do the Russian accent again. Okay. And maybe that'll be funny. Okay. Impale them? Impale No. It's a source of treatment. <laughs> you see someone get it's impaled, like, you clean uh, your just act ti- up. Tiny. It's more like acupuncture. Tiny impales. <laughs> just what to if, release the titch. What if Vlad invented acupuncture? <laughs> He was just, He's like, I was just trying to get better at it. He's like, so from my studies, <laughs> if they're big, it hurts really bad and kills you. But if it's teeny, it's tiny, teeny tiny, wow, it wow. feels so good. <laughs> it feels good. Yes. So like, and the bigger you get, you're like, ah, eh, a little bit. But sometimes hurt good. Sometimes if that makes sense. Good. But then other times, uh, it does. It kills. Other yes. times, if it's a tree. Yeah, that's not. Uh, it's not gonna feel good. You don't want to go all the way through. I've learned. But you can generalize. There was one guy that was like, "Wow, this is fucking hot," and I was like, "Did I hear him right?" This I isn't mean, what that's about. <laughs> He's all the way up on the tree. He couldn't have said this is fucking hot. He said that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> all right, you ready to um, end this thing on a banger? End this thing on a banger. Yeah, okay. I, have, I have a good banger to end. Okay, it on. what we got? So, um, <clears throat> I went and did a show. A Don't Tell comedy show, one of my favorite. Oh, the camp show. In the desert. Love Don't Tell. We've said this before. Don't Tell Comedy. It's in every major city. Yeah, join go the mailing one. list. Go to one. area. Just go to DontTellComedy.com. Go see a show. Yeah, it's so fun. So this one we went to was a campground in the middle of nowhere, an hour plus outside of San Diego. Right. So it was like a three and a half hour drive. By the Mexican border, I heard. It was right at the border. Yeah. It's like no man's land. Right. Um, pretty sure we've tested nukes there before. <laughs> So you drive out, and it looks kind of like Joshua Tree, just big boulders, desert. desert yeah. <laughs> Massive campground. <clears throat> It'd be funny if you just saw immigrants just walking <clears throat> past. You're like, oh, we come might on show? We'll we stay. Have. Half of the population of this campground that's been around forever is a nudist colony. Okay. The other half, a motorcycle gang that's older than the Hells Angels. Love it. Their name. Wait, so they, so they like live here? They're, yeah. They're, I mean, it's maybe like they a- were there for just a meeting. I think the nudists live there. Okay. Uh, the motorcycle gang, it was like maybe a retreat. I love they coexist. Yes. Well, it was funny. On stay the, on your side. You can be naked. Just they stay on actually side. loved each other. Oh, that's like, great. I think some yeah. motorcycle gang guys were like, I think I'm a nudist. <laughs> yeah. I want to take this vest off. Right, right. The motorcycle gang's name, the Booze Fighters. Okay. Which everyone assumed meant they were sober. I guessed it meant they get drunk and, and they fight. fight. I was right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But they are older now. Sure. So they said now it is kind of like, uh, all right, let's cut back on the boot. That's what we're fighting. Right. So we get to the last portion. Never not fighting. Right. We get to the last portion of people who are new, and they've bought the entire place. They own it now. So this isn't like a campground that you can like rent a campsite. Yes, at. you can. Oh, okay. So, But the guys who own it, basically, you, you pay them rent. Got it. 
they run the office and it's like straight out of a cheesy movie or TV show about like techies taking over a campsite. Right. It's just drugs, AstroTurf, outdoor kitchen. Which we wrote once, by the way. I know. We did write yes, that as a pilot. It was like pilot. we were in our show. Yeah. So funny. Emily was with us and I didn't even think about like, yeah. oh, this is a show we wrote. Um, so they're like, help yourselves out. There's the outdoor kitchen. They had bunk beds in a, in a room. I They had a dome with DJs playing. Mm-hmm. And I walked by and I peeked in and I was like, I'm probably airing out way too much, but I don't give a fuck. Uh, I walked by the dome and I like peeked in through the door. I was like, oh, it's just the three DJs playing. There's no one like dancing in there, you know? And I like peek in and the DJs behind the booth. One of them just takes the fattest key bump of something. And it's just like, and I'm like, all right, I guess they're having fun. (laughs) So I walk around and uh, Mark Smalls is with us. Mm -hmm. And Mark Smalls looks like their god. Like his hair's kind he's of dreadlocking. He's the god of nudists and motorcycle yes, clubs. and like tech party guys with right, drugs. Totally. So the owner comes up, or I guess he's a co-owner. Sure. Fucking cut, open shirt, Asian par- dude, party bucket hat, holding a bottle in 1942, just forcing shots to all of us. He's like, "You want a shot? You want a shot?" And then he takes. You us said at, yes. And we're like, "Where do we go hang out before the show?" He actually didn't offer me one, which I was kind of bummed. Mark, of course, their god, is like half dreadlocked. He's like, yeah, I'll do one, man. I'll be polite. Shows us the the, the dorm we have with, like, beds. And he's like, here you guys go to hang out. And we're like, oh, we're not staying there. We're just here. And he goes, you, you don't want it? There's an energy vortex on the other side of the mountain, dude. Free orgasms all night. And Mark was like, free what? What? Excuse me? And he's not looking at any of us. He's looking at Mark. <laughs> And so then we walk out and Mark goes, I am not these people. I am not these people. And as he's saying it, or no, he goes, these are not my people. These are not my people. Trying to tell us. Right. And one guy goes, Mark. <laughs> the guy loves Mark Smalls. And then he's like Mark's a fan. Like, I, or he did a don't tell show before. Got it. So we all hang out and then everyone's like, we're going up to the show in a little bit. So we just go straight to the show. We're like, we're going to hang out by the stage where no one is. Yeah. They show up to watch. The best audience, of course. Right. Every Don't Tell show is like the most yeah, fun. Yeah. They were so great, so into it. And uh, Mark goes up towards the end. And uh, first of all, the guy, the owner makes an Mark ad- didn't go last. Mark went last. Okay. I was going to say at this point, he's got to. He has to headline. He's their hero. Um, the owner goes up to do like, you know, sometimes people who host a show want to do like a little stand up, but they're really just making announcements. Yeah. He's like, welcome to my place. It's funny, crazy story. Me and my buddy Ryan were like, dude, I think we're going to buy this place. It's fucking dope. Um, around the corner is the energy vortex. Like be sure to go check that out. It's fucking beautiful. It's like so good for you. The ancients used to do it. This place is like thousands of years old. He goes, a lot of the land over there is BLM is bureau of land management i was like is this black lives matter land like what the fuck um but yeah party fucking drink like whatever you guys want it's here and the the degenerate in me is like i think i'm staying the night mm-hmm. and then he goes his girlfriend gets up she's like, can i just make like a few like real announcements <laughs> and she's like the speed limit is five miles an hour so just keep in mind that like critters and animals are here and he goes Pfft. There's no fucking critters. There's no critters. <laughs> and she's like, there are critters. And they're like divorcing. Like, they're as fighting the show over starts. critters. You can see the mar- like their relationship coming to an end. It's great. So we go up and then Mark gets on stage. Of course, Mark's like, dude, we're I'm I'm not turning the car off after this show. Like, we're driving out of here. Right. I'm like, let's just have dinner. It's so funny. I talked to Emily about this show and she was just like, 
Mark hated every second of it, and Zach was like, I never want to leave. I'm like, I think I'm <laughs> so leaving I'm here. Glad. <laughs> and so Mark's like, Zach, no, I've seen how this ends. And of course, they just love Mark's like, everyone's offering me drugs. I'm like, no one's fucking offering me drugs. <laughs> <laughs> Am I dressed it's weird? Just like, it's Do just, I look like a cop? It's just the paradox that is being a comic. I know. You never get what you want. Uh, totally. No matter what it is. So Mark is freaking out because he can't, he forgot to text his girlfriend that he's alive and there's no service there. So he's like, we got to get back to a freeway. Right. He's and in trouble. He's in trouble. And so he performs. The guy, the owner, gets up and puts a blanket over Mark's shoulders. During the set? During the set. Because he then, looks cold. And he then, does look ill. He does Mar- Mark Smalls, the comedian. He's like 90 pounds. Yeah. So he puts a blanket over him, gives him another shot at Don Julio, and Mark proceeds to like joke about this guy he must be roasted him that's what mark does kind of but yeah. like not like too maliciously yeah. he's just like this guy's fucking convincing me to go take me back to the energy vortex <laughs> he's like free orgasms all night and uh the girlfriend was like you got like something like you have got to stop telling people that why are you saying that <laughs> and so then he goes up to mark after the show he's like why'd you tell her everyone i said that <laughs> and mark was like is that a problem you could have pretended like it was a joke <laughs> <laughs> so yeah they pulled me away and it was funny my set was like joking about how my wife's like the straight laced person and mm-hmm. I'm like the party guy and so they pulled me away and I'm like they're making tacos Mark's like we're getting in and out get in the fucking car Zach no and I'm like oh just for an hour <laughs> like let me do some ketamine and then I'll enjoy the ride home <laughs> and then they're like no and they drive off they drive me off and on the way we're like an hour outside of LA and I'm like Thanks for getting yeah, me. Yeah, right. <laughs> and Mark goes, fuck, man. Is this what it's like being your wife? This is exhausting. <laughs> oh, that's good. That's true. That's real. Poor, uh, poor wife. Shout out my wife. Shout out my comedy wife, Mark Smalls. Don't tell comedy. Always a good time. <laughs> Always a good time. Oh, man. That was a banger. Yeah, thank you. I liked you. it. Thanks, man. All right, man. Let's well, go camping soon. Let's do it. I have a place in mind. Is there, what is an energy vortex? Did you get, we got to find it out. I wanna, no one would tell me. I did hear you there. Uh, They're like, we'll tell Mark. Is the free orgasms can, just if you're a performer or is that for everyone? So the the way he said it made it sound like we're going to do an orgy. Right. But then like when the girlfriend got mad, it's like, I'm going to fuck you. Dude. Yeah. This <laughs> is me and you fucking bro. She's like, we're going to lose this place if you keep promising to fuck <laughs> <our guests."> <laughs> <laughs> 